Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com. Chuck duty free in at checkout to find yourself a bit of free shipping Across Australia. You sound like you need one, mate. Mate, my voice blew out. This has never happened. On stage at the Perth gig after our podcast on Saturday night. It was all that yelling. Fucking threw me. Yeah. It never happened before. Might have to get on the heapses. Yelling. What's your name? What do you do? <laughs> and that's unbelievable when they yeah. give you an answer. You can't and scream the, that too loud. And the big song and dance you insisted we do at the end of the live yeah. Perth ep. <laughs> <laughs> really need some vocal rest. <laughs> Get a heaps normal in your heapsnormal.com, duty free at checkout and support the boys here at MFB HQ. Yes. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gold Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Sound mate. a little rough? Yeah, I don't know. seem all right. Mate. Trucking on. I, yeah, I'm feeling good. Got to work. Had a I, uh, Perth, as you'll hear in the Perth app next week. Uh, was meant to fly out 3 p.m. Friday afternoon, land at 5 p.m., do a show at 8.30. Flight got delayed by six hours, thanks to your best mate, Alan Joyce. Yeah. And um, What a bloke. Yeah. Had a, had a good time in the, uh, in the old lounge there, as you'll hear in next week's app. Yep. Didn't drink either flight on the way there. On the way back, flew back Sunday morning. Think I'd be a good bloke. It's Mother's Day. Get home as early as possible. Qantas again? No, 7 a.m. Virgin flight. Ooh. They're all getting you up at five thirty. Walking out of the uh, walking out of the hotel at about quarter to six. Little text message from Virgin: flight cancelled. Oh, that's good. In between that, got a call from my wife at home. I've got COVID. Oh, yeah. What a fucking weekend. Sweet. Good on you, mate. Straight back into it. Straight back into it. That was pretty whirlwind, actually. I was I was in Perth for about five days, so I really enjoyed myself over there. It's a great time. It was good. Your show went great. Yeah, it was very good. Thanks to everyone who came. At the Astor Theatre. Yeah. The podcast was unbelievable. Yeah, it was good too. Yeah, it was good all round. Pretty good. The only thing I'm shitty about is the is the stand-up show that I hosted. Thankfully, the lineup was fucking bananas. Larry Dean, Chris Ryan, yourself, um, Lawrence Mooney. Mooney. Who else was on? Bartlett. 
Bartlett. That's right, Mickey Bartlett, my Northern Irish brother. Yes. Um, what a fucking lineup. But I walked out and went, huh, just went, just went to say hey. And it was as if you put some sort of curse on me for being courteous towards an audience. Oh, righto. Um, <laughs> <laughs> must have run over a gypsy taxi into the runway eventually on, on my fucking I on my way to get so over to I Perth. Wish. Good evening, Perth. <laughs> Screaming. That's what you get. That's what you get real, from being uh, the world's greatest showman. Oh, real, real year eight uh, school choir. Yes. Sound coming out of my fucking throat at the minute. No good. So I've blown the voice box. I've got to avoid my wife at home. Uh, make sure everyone doesn't get sick. I'm fine. I've just lost my voice. Yeah. And I meant to fuck off to Edinburgh on Thursday for Daniel Sloss's wedding. How do you, how do you yell at the kids with that? How did today go? Screaming at kids. Man, I've lost their respect. Absolutely. Because when you go, hey, they go, yep. what the f- Who's this? Oh, if it's just back of the hand with no yelling, they don't, <laughs> they don't pay as much attention. <laughs> Sorry, yes, Loss's wedding this week. How, how, you're going away for three days, yeah? Four days? Yeah. Over Four. to Scotland for that yeah, is, oh, three days. Friday lunchtime, I land. Monday lunchtime, I leave. Oh, God. That is whirlwind, buddy. Oh. I'll, uh, I'll be on my own next week. I'll oh, get not. some digs in there. I'll, I'll write some stuff down. It's been on my mind. Please do. <laughs> um, Good news, though. I've looked up um, and I do, I do, I'm interested to hear people's opinions on this because my wife's very. Uh, her views on COVID in fucking March 2021. Yeah. I may as well just go to jail right now. Oh yeah. I'm a bit I'm a bit more, hey, let's test in the day, but let's fucking let's relax. You could get on a plane now with positive tests as fucking earrings. Mate. If you want. I can I can cough my way on to a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Cough on the cough on the ticket as I hand it to them. I go, thanks, Cobber. Get in there. Yeah. It's just a tube for 30 hours. Who's it gonna hurt? Ah. Nothing that these people haven't gotten before, you know. Nothing they can't do to you, the yeah. filthy, filthy pigs. Um, <laughs> we uh, from from Patreon uh, news got a little message. I only just clocked it this evening. I haven't I haven't logged on there for a little while. I've got a couple of sets of Fort Jocks to send out to new business patrons. They should be turning Ooh. up this week. If they don't, uh, hit us up on the Patreon page, and I'll get straight onto it. Australia Post have been turds lately, but oh, anyway, if they don't turn up, I'll reship. Thanks to everyone for getting around us at our Patreon. There at patreon.com slash bro. You get early ad-free episodes of this very podcast. You get our bonus, um, our, what are, our spin-off pod, Land Larrikins. That we've got 60-odd eps out of Land Larrikins. Oh. Early access to ticket sales. I mean, by some accounts, it's even better. It's like Frasier is to Cheers <laughs> or Joni and Chachi is to Happy Days. Well, I know? must say, the recent the recent trilogy of the youth sport brawls. Yeah, that was quite enjoyable. One of my favourites. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's really good stuff. Um, <laughs> just a good to get Warwick Capper in the mix here at MFVHQ. At any um, stage, he's good. Oh, by the way, Heggy, I've got an invite to his 60th. What? <laughs> Is it a red carpet yeah. event or something? I don't know, man. He's put on a thing. I think it's like an actual nightclub event. He, um, he, Is it, he was on friend? our, no, he was on our radio show the other day. And there oh, was some article in the, everyone. some article in the paper about that he's invited, he's invited all these people. And Fee and Fev are like, mate, we made you. We made you post career, mate. Where's our fucking invite? Just winding <laughs> him up. And he's like, I sent it. I've sent it. Warwick Kappa 60. 
Uh, you'll yep. love this. I'm going to show you just on Zoom here. Oh, yeah. This is the this is the invite at the top. It says, in case you've been living under a rock, Warwick <laughs> Wiz Capper is turning 60. Looks 29, acts 19. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Uh, well, he's, he's got one of those, right? He's got, <laughs> he's, got, he's got a live band playing featuring special guests, Boom Crash Opera, Taxi Ride, oh, and God. more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> People living uh, under a rock. What he means by rock is the present. <laughs> Goodness gracious! You're gonna. When is it? Where? Where is it? Where are you going? Uh, I think you wait the location. Oh, the thi- no, no, no. The Gate thing's crashes. actually blurred out in the one that was in the. Pa- it's blurred out that I've. I've yeah, got right. the thing in my email. This is the one yeah. that we got sent for the, for the show. You had better um, go. Fuck. Jeez, I want to. Fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. Get a plus one. Bring you along. We'll film it. One of our faithful listeners and patron, Aaron, is a uh, is a greyhound trainer, and um, he's got some dogs that need names. So we need to. Oh, great! See again, I do have a feeling. That what I like about this podcast is you get people from all walks of life. Yeah, you know, it's not most, it's not most one mi- just greyhound trainers and oh yeah, go on. <laughs> it's not one mindset here at MFBHQ. <laughs> I reckon there's going to be equal excitement towards the fact. That old yeah. mate's a greyhound trainer and equal disgust. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a society. It's 2023. You feel how oh, you these, want. These poor dogs need names, mate. I, I personally Imagine think let's no get name. around a fucking dog's name. This will be yeah. sick. <laughs> oh, man. I've got a couple of suggestions, but we should throw it open. Um, well, I told, this is as exciting to me as when I did the ads for Sportsbet and they let me name two greyhound races at the, uh, at the Ipswich greyhound track one night. Oh, yeah. What'd you have? The Nick Cody had, Stakes? No, there was Nick Cody live at the Trifford Stakes yep. and the and the Mid Flight Brawl Stakes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, I don't think Greyhound names can be that long because the race is very short. It's not like a horse's name. You can have three names, it's got to be a pretty yeah. short name. There must be a syllable limit, mm. which rules out a few things that I would like to see. Um, Let me have rules on Greyhound names, how long they can be. Well, it depends. If they're doing the two ninety seven meter. All the uh, all the seven twenty. Oh, ah, hold you have on. A longer name for the longer race. There you go. The name of any greyhound which includes more than sixteen letters. Oh no, that's in the UK. Fuck off. Yeah, okay. Uh, that was the UK. Oh no, oh, in America. Well, I think a, I think a hybrid name is going to be order of the day. That's same my hot tip. Same here. Get same here. Six the sixteen letters, including spaces and punctuation. Oh, okay. Well, this will this will fit. Uh, for Falcon Chili. Beautiful. What do you reckon? That's a fantastic name. I re- oh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Great. I've got one that just comes in under the 16. It's 15 letters, including the space, and that is status arrested. Oh, that's good. I mean, I've got one that's not even podcast related that comes in at 15, including spaces. John Bonet Ramsey. <laughs> Do you, reckon they, do you reckon they let you do that sort of thing? Hold on. Just, no, no, even for greyhound racing, that is a bit rich. Hold on. I'm just testing one quickly. Sorry, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 13, 14, 15, 16. Ah! What are you, 17? You can doctor it. Take a letter out. Well, Heggy's manifesto, unfortunately, oh, yeah. is 17. <laughs> we'll take the S off Heggy. Heggy Fine. manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, anyway, throw that open. Send us a message. 
uh, well, send Nick a message. I don't read them. Yeah. I don't know how, but... Um, Please send us a message on Instagram. I'll, maybe I'll put up a little poll on Thursday. What should we name the Greyhound? All right. It, it, it said no more. You can't have more than three words. Yeah. Mid, mid-flight brawl, I reckon. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, you could turn that into two words if you want. 13, 14, 15, 16. Perfect. Yep. 16 with the two I, mean, spaces. I think there's more than one dog. So anyway, the... Uh, <laughs> Well, obviously, we don't have the final say. For Falcon Chili is a particularly great, shitty yeah, gross, greyhound name. Yeah. I'd probably even bet on that. Hmm? If, if I saw that on the screen at the Welcome Stranger <laughs> or something, I would just chuck a fiver on and go, I'm having that. Of course. <laughs> you have to. Why, anyway. why would you be at the Welcome Stranger? We'll be fucking there, wherever it's yeah. racing, in the owner's suite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've three times I've been to... Um, the Mandra Greyhound races. Yep. On a Thursday, Friday night down there in uh, Mandra, south of Perth. Yep. And a uh, little buffet dinner, watch the dogs get up close. Same time. Fun time. No, at the same time, the run. buffet's close enough to watch the dogs. Oh, mate, just put food on a plate and walk out. No one gives a right. shit. There's okay. no rules. You're at the Mandra Greyhounds. Yeah. It's not a lobster buffet, is it? There are there are seafood buffet nights. So I've not been lucky enough really? to attend. I thought yeah. it'd be more of a Beef strike me off and a, and a big spoon of rice and some an ice cream scoop of mash. <laughs> How long's beef stroke me off? <laughs> two Let words. Me, yeah, I just, it is. Hold on. Beef stroke me off. Oh, no, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16. <laughs> they won't let you have it. Beef stroke me off. Oh, <laughs> I, re- I reckon there's no better sport. <laughs> Man, we better get booting. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Enjoy the app. Before we get in, though, uh, each week if we're down the line from one another, Heggy's got to zoom back around with a grim past. It's ge- it's generally a, a house, and I have oh, to this guess which house. fucking grub of the past lived there. Um, yeah, this is out. This is outside a house. This is this is in your state. Oh, oh! It's in a place called Mo, Victoria. Not Mo, you fucking idiot. What is it? Moe. I know it's Greg Domasevich's house. It's a pig's head. Yes, (laughs) mate. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) I mean, I won't go into the whole story, but. Yeah, I mean, we said this before and we'll say it again. If, you, if you're going to throw a pig's head at an enemy's house, make sure he's not babysitting at the time because yeah. pig, pig's heads <laughs> and toddlers, they don't mix. It was a, you, yeah. It was the one accused of murdering Jaden Lesky. Jaden Lesky, rhyming slang yeah. for Esky now. <laughs> is, it, is it now? <laughs> Chuck a six Hold pack on. in the Jaden Lesky, will you? Hold on. How long's Jaden Lesky? One, two, oh, three, no. four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna stop um, this, mate. Let's get on with the episode. Let's, let's go. Let's get into the app. All right, mate. This week we're back on Tui Airways. Oh yeah, T U I. Yes. And this is a flight from September eleven, two thousand twenty two. People have forgotten. Yeah, it's September eleven. <laughs> it's from Montego Bay, Jamaica to Manchester. Whoa, 
whoa, whoa, whoa. Brilliant. Good job. We're back. I can't believe people are kicking off on a September 11. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they'd look at it anymore. No one, no one cares about the date anymore. There's no, they don't have minute silence and stuff, do they, for that? Yeah, surely. Yeah, probably. I don't know. In the States. Not at a plane, though. No. Fuck no. Got to keep moving. Like you wouldn't even know. I don't think airlines want to allude to the fact that that's the date. <laughs> Makes people uneasy. Maybe um, they skip it, like uh, hotels with the floor 13. Yeah. Oh. They just go, it's September 12. You're like, hey, but my phone says September 11. Nah. Yeah. I've never enjoyed that. Um, as a side note early on here, as a contagion of finding interesting grim shit seems to spread out a bit, Gary, <laughs> shout out to our resident plane fight fact-finding researcher, he sent me this and I quote, I was looking through notable deaths for September 11th, 2001, and for some reason they chose to include the hijackers of the planes as well. Just an example below, but there are a lot more, and it names the uh, Algamati and the Alhamzis and uh, Al-Aznawis. Mahamlata, he was the main one, wasn't he? Yeah, it's got them all here. I mean, yeah, as facts go, they are quite notable, those people, <laughs> earning their rightful place. Yeah. <laughs> on the notable deaths of September 11. If not for them, the other names wouldn't be there. Yeah. I mean, if anything, <laughs> should they be thanked for making everyone else so notable that day? <laughs> All those other people could just get lost in the mire of life, but no, makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> Does make you think. Um, this bloke today, his name is Wesley Haining, and I think this is as as good a time as any to have a squeeze at the life and times of your favourite actor and inspiration to your life and times. One Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah, you don't see Wesleys that much. By the way, Wesley. After last week, what was the bloke's name last week? Meryl. Meryl Darrell Fackrell. Meryl Darrell Fackrell. After yeah. a Meryl Darrell Fackrell, a Wesley is not even. a Wesley. <laughs> it's nothing. Two in a row. All right, here we go. Have uh, you got a bio for him? I have for Wesley Snipes, yeah. Oh, He's yeah? Uh, Wesley Snipes, actor, producer, martial artist, and tax evader. <laughs> <laughs> I just got I just got a message from the ATO actually oh. a week and a bit late on the uh, on the old tax return. I can keep on top on of that pa- buddy. on the old payment. Yeah, so I'm currently sharing the exact same bio as Wesley Snipes. Yes. <laughs> uh, after a few bits and pieces, after being discovered by a talent agent at the age of 23, competing in a karate competition, uh, Wesley, including it was Michael Jackson's nemesis on the Martin Scorsese bad video. Where, oh, was he? Um, this kicked a lot of things off for Wesley. Spike Lee took a shine to him when he saw it. New Jack City. Just, New Jack City. Was that the what he was in? He's in a string of unstoppable box office smashes after that. Always Bet on Black, White Men Can't Jump, the one with the stupid wraparound sunglasses, etc. It was He was everywhere, 90s, that bloke. Um, Blade. Blade, that's the one with the stu- stupid glasses on his face, mm. isn't it? Um, he also started in the 90s, late 90s, a security firm with his brother. <laughs> that's the problem when Bovins get cash, isn't it? There's dickhead relatives come to them with business ideas. 
written on a napkin. They've got to say, oh, yeah, right, oh, you're dead shit. I've been lucky. I've got all this money. Let's do it. Let's, let's buy some uniforms adorned with Egyptian motifs and start the Royal Guard of Amen Ra, <laughs> providing VIPs with bodyguards who are trained in law enforcement and martial arts. So failed police who enjoy bashing. <laughs> Is that what, what the name of the company was? Amen. The, the Royal Guard of Amen Ra. Wow. It's what a, I mean, why do, why do celebrities get businesses? They're fucking thickheads. New money. Lucky enough to have that. I know, but fuck. That, but that's the, that's the problem. I think it's that, um, it's that mentality of like, I've pulled off the, almost the impossible. Such few yeah. people succeed at this high level. Mm. I can do anything else. Let's, I'll tell you what. Let's start a steak restaurant. Let's get I a know, couple of hairdressers and a about, car wash. We've talked about going to Bali. If patrons get up to 1,000, yeah. they get to 10,000, we should open a pop-up steak, <laughs> steak joint. <laughs> I can cook steak. Who can't? Just open a steak joint. Should do that. Just a month-long oh. pop-up steak joint in Melbourne until we get Sick. shut down. Well, Melbourne's the last place you do. I can only imagine the fucking red tape required. Yeah. We do it on the sly. Queensland. Stood outside the MCG with my with my go anywhere barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> just get an ice cream truck, but just steaks. Just to see the disappointment on all those kids' faces when you roll up. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a Thurbert Pleve Mifta. No, there's no sherbet here, here but little fuckhead. Yeah. yeah. You want a port house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um in two thousand five. Wesley is in negotiations to fight on Ultimate Fighting Match against Fair Factor host <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah, I've heard about this. Was Joe Rogan a martial artist before becoming an expert podcaster on everything? <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan was a, a champion, I believe, like a proper either American champ, Taekwondo. No, okay. Mm. What, did he go to the Olympics? Very, they got Taekwondo in the Olympics, don't no, they? No, I don't think Olympics. Uh, but was quite good. Taught, I think I've said it on here before, he taught a spinning back kick technique mm. to Georges Saint-Pierre, who is widely regarded as one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. Oh, yeah. GSP hit up Joe Rogan. And said what? The shredded, the shredded thumb to come down and show him how to do this spinning back kick. Oh, okay. And he taught him yeah. that and then, he, and then the guy kicked someone real hard. <laughs> no, he taught him, yeah. He's and very, one. yeah, very good fighter, very knowledgeable about chons. Great. Punch-ons for the uninitiated. What for the uninitiated? Punch-ons. Punch so I said chons. Some people oh, don't chons. know what a chon is. I, don't, I didn't know the word chon. You've never heard chon? Punch-on. Oh, there's a fucking chon. Oh, okay. No. I never heard chon. No. <laughs> yeah, punch-on. Where would he speak? <laughs> it sure is. Not privy to that. At the height of his fame, Wesley Snipes, and earning years, he didn't put any tax returns in. <laughs> Time the reminder for the kids out there, get ahead of your tax. They'll come for you. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. He ended up doing uh, three years in the clink for it, 2010 to 2013. Oof. I didn't know. Wesley was in the clink on um, – oh, And it actually, another- it actually sounds like – Status – Arrested. It sounds like a straight-to-DVD movie that he would do. Yeah. Wesley Snipes in Status Arrested. <laughs> it's got a 
Well, here's, a, here's an interesting bit of trivia as well about Wesley Snipes. On September 11, 2001, less than two years after the Y2K scare, uh, Wesley's apartment in New York was destroyed by some nearby falling buildings. Oh. I'll tell you what, you talk about conspiracies, you know, like you do all the time, but you can't tell me they weren't after passenger 57 himself that day. <laughs> he was out of town, fortuitously. Uh, anyway, this week we're looking at September 11, 2022, and a 45-year-old man by the name of Wesley Haining. Our Wesley is from Lime Close, Salford, just outside Manchester. And as his standard for the English, they give us his fucking address. So I can just go and find him, see if he's outside mowing his lawn when the Google car drives past. That is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever made it onto a, Have you ever seen the Google car out in public? I've seen the car and tried to get on it, but I was I was in a bad position. You've done it, haven't you? I've oh, seen you. Yeah, myself and outside our the mate, Bart, Bart Freeband, outside a cafe. Yeah. Must have been about seven or eight years ago in Brunswick. We saw the car. He saw it coming down the hill. And he's like, fucking get ready. If this yeah. is on, we're on here and just both hands up. Hey. <laughs> and they fuzz your faces out, don't they? Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, anyway, Salford, beautiful place for drinking in pubs. Let's go around the grounds on a few places in Salford, <laughs> Manchester. You could have gone, you could have gone to the Brown Bull Hotel, uh, where in 1965 the owner refused large groups of tinkers, his words, not ours. So they tinkers? came in. Tinkers, the Irish. Oh, never heard that. All oh, right. Well, we're all learning something today, aren't we? <laughs> um, it's offensive now. So they they came in singly and congregated and started fighting. Clever, isn't it? The um, very good. The bar got shut at three p.m. on a Saturday, in keeping with the liquor laws of the time. And Simon O'Donnell wasn't impressed, so he launched his pint glass over the bar, smashing the bar up. <laughs> His wife, Bridget, tossed around a few ashtrays. Oh, the missus got him. Not a get out of here, Simon. No. Nah. I'll help you, Dale. You just don't get that. You don't get large glass ashtray, ashtrays anymore, do you? For this very reason, I think. Yeah, I know. Nanny State turned them all to plastic. Nothing like a three-kilogram glass frisbee to ward off enemies <laughs> in a bar fight. World's gone mad. <laughs> then, uh, then the fun soured a little bit. You should um, tape some lit darts into the little divots in there. You oh, can yeah. get four in like a Bogan Ninja Star. <laughs> uh, things things turned bad when O'Donnell smashed a pint glass over Eileen Tui's head. Oh, no. She needed six stitches. He picked up a stool to hit her with, but her boyfriend got in the way. Oh. So he threw the bar stool through the front window, got his mate to hold the boyfriend while he smashed a pint glass and jabbed him in the face with it six times. Oh. Oh. One of the original glassings, I would think. Yeah. Like that's a, you know, I thought we were at the forefront of that in Australia, but obviously it's been done. Fucking Um, Irish. (laughs) Yeah. Six months in the clink and a 20-pound fine. That's not bad value. His wife, she got a 10-pound fine. That's it. We said this before. We'll say it again. When will women receive equal jail terms to their criminal husbands who hog everything in life, typically like the patriarchy have always fucking done? Saw it with, we saw it with uh, your friend and hero, Roxy Jasenko, and they her types with white-collar criminal husbands. Same old story. He yeah. goes to the big house. 
the only punishment she gets is she has to go on reality TV and start crying because she can't lift a fucking log over her head or some shit. That's it. <laughs> Terrible. We need to start thinking about equality here. True equality. Mm. Uh, it is always, I am always very interested in that. Like my wife's not across the financials, as in doesn't know how the company good. works. But yeah, that's what they all say in the end. This this little bit of podcast might be used as evidence in the future. My wife knows nothing about the finances. If I don't <laughs> want to pay that ATO bill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be in the clink and she'll be claiming ignorance <laughs> on the outside. Oh, I'd love uh, to also be like that, but the lights wouldn't be on. So yeah, someone's got to be nice. across numbers at some point. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could go a bit more serene in Salford, though, and drink at the Brass Handles pub. <laughs> what was the first one? The Brown Bull? Brown Bull. This yep. is the Brass Handles. 2009, a gangland leader orchestrated a hit on a rival that he'd lost face in front of. They really don't enjoy a laugh at their own expense, these types, do they? Uh, Bobby Spears. He was in the box seat at the United game. He's on the phone to some hitmen. Who's, so he had an alibi, he was at the game, and he's, he's ringing hitmen who's bumbling around with their jammed weapons, got them both killed in the brass handles. Oh. They, got, they, got sh- they were running up to the guy they're going to shoot and their guns jammed like in the movies. Oh, no. They got shot with their own weapons. Oh. That's how you do it, dickheads. <laughs> and then bashed outside the pub by Patreon. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As they lay there dying. Awesome. <laughs> Some other people are, why you got guns in our pub, kick? Dead. Uh, spears. That's, yeah. I've heard, I've heard of salt into the wound, but punches into the bullet wound. Oh, man. You're, you're lying there bleeding. You're getting still getting punched. That's a bad end. Uh, Bobby yeah, Spears. Yeah, normally it's normally it sort of ramps up. Yeah, fists are being thrown. Someone kicks someone in the head. Fuck! Someone's got a gun. Well, this is yeah. it's gone the opposite way. What a story! <laughs> Bobby Spears got a life sentence for his part in that. He fled three days later, Spain after the after shooting to Benidorm yeah, in there you Spain. Go. <laughs> mm. Of course. <laughs> As Tupac once said, some things will never change. Oh, man. Manchester police, they knew immediately where to look for him. <laughs> Not in his apartment. Maybe they've got an illegal setup like uh, the Chinese did in, in New York. Did you see that in Chinatown the other week? No. FBI raided a building in China. There was a Chinese police station in Chinatown. What? Yeah. So there was a Chinese police station in Chinatown in New York. Yeah. That they're claiming the Chinese government knew about were using it to crack down on dissidents in the in the US. Oh right. And yeah. China's going, We got what the fuck are you guys talking about? And they're like, Come yeah. on. We've just found a 
a operational an operating police station. Yeah, right. In New York, you're not allowed to do that <laughs> shit. Maybe maybe the English cops have one at Benidorm. Oh, I'm sure there'd be English cops in Benidorm. Like you'd pretty much as if you're in Manchester and you're looking for someone, they're not in their apartment, they're not at the game, they're in fucking Benidorm. <laughs> that's how that's how they found Bobby. Let's go. Anyway, we're none of those is that, pubs. Is that there is probably at the park that Aussie parents are, you know, pre-mobile phones. Mrs. Yeah. Cody, is Nick home? No, nah, check the park. You think over yeah. there it's check Benidorm. Um, we're not at any of those pubs, though, in Salford. We're, in fact, uh, in Montego Bay. Never gets old, uh, though. Oh, I imagine it will quite soon, actually. <laughs> some, of the, some of the articles mentioned that this was the 21st anniversary of the attacks, but they never bring it up again. It's a little tidbit to make the reader think before proceeding. Mm. Before getting on board, what do you reckon Wesley had been drinking? I'll give you, I'll give you a tenner. For Wesley from Manchester. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say pints. I'm going to just go pints of lager. He's had a nah. few. Vodka? It was his own bottle of Bacardi being oh. concealed. Oh, it's not, not clear right. if it's a litre or not. I hope so. Bacardi's a drink that I, I for one, have never even considered anyone else, let alone me, would ever drink it on its own. It's a daiquiri mixer. Yeah. It's a straight drink with nothing else. Yuck. Yeah. You've got problems if you're drinking that. I think Uh, there are maybe some white rums that you can have, you know, on ice, but I don't think Bacardi's one of them. Swigging from the bottle. You ever do the- the bottle of rum. That's that's more dark rum, isn't it? Pirate mm -hmm. rum. You ever do the uh, the ever have a shot of the one five one? No, what's that? That's a that is a Western Suburbs twenty first birthday party. Let's get a shot for the birthday boy. Yeah, Bacardi one five one. So it's one five one proof, which is like seventy five and a half percent. Okay. Yep. And it's a yeah. Just knock your socks Almost off. Almost pure alcohol. Yeah. Yuck. Brilliant. Tastes and uh, sounds awful. Yeah. Sounds shit, would be shit. Air hostess, Joanne Scullion, she was doing her rounds when she heard screaming and shouting coming from the back of the plane. And that's where Wesley was sitting. I used to be a back of the plane dweller, like a, until they rammed that seat against the wall where you can no longer recline it. You used to be able to recline it, you recline all of them, and they wouldn't be able to really tell that you reclined. And yeah. you could just recline through takeoff, yeah. landing, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now they've rammed an extra seat in somehow, so it's all right. You get out, you get off first, get out in the open air. Um, until COVID managed to kill off competence on on top of kindness, and they don't even bother opening the back door anymore, do they? On oh, sometimes, planes. sometimes it's raining. Yeah, it's a bit windy. Well, I got a twin prop to Canberra the other week and had to get off in the rain and walk across the tarmac, and there was just like an inch of water across the whole thing, oh. just enough to wet your feet. Through your shoes. Uh, fucking annoying. Oh, you fucking... Come on, man. What? You can't be turning up to corporates with wet KT26s on. I know. I had, some, had a pair of steel cap boots in my bag. You didn't think to have to those on for the, wet, for the wet ground? Well, I had to pack them. I didn't have my bag. I was getting off the plane uh, with my hand luggage. Oh, yeah. So, no. 
I didn't think to go to the back of the plane and put my fucking boots on. Uh, as Joanne walked towards him, a woman was walking in her direction crying. This was Wesley's girlfriend who said he was pissed, horrendous and being nasty. And if, if a woman approached me and said he's, he's pissed, he's horrendous and he's nasty, I'd tend to believe her. If for nothing else, just to appreciate someone can articulate a situation as well as that. <laughs> Most of the time they're just squealing fucking gibberish. You've got to figure out what's going on. Next thing you know, you get a punch in the head. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is the first time she's had no. to give a statement to a stranger. Oh, it's not. No. Uh, oh, it's not? No. That's the, all right. After being consoled by Joanne, she went back to her seat and Wesley shouted that she was a fucking dickhead, a fucking idiot and fucking stupid. I mean, dickhead's on its own there, but to get called an yeah. idiot and stupid, it's not bad. <laughs> I've just said you're fucking, you're fucking stupid dickhead. Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't used tautology like that for at least a few <laughs> minutes now. It's a really unintelligent, dumb thing to say, isn't it? Like, what are you? Why do it twice? Um, at this point, Wesley's being very animated and aggressive, the reports state. He was, uh, he was warned about his behaviour, which he acknowledged. I couldn't <laughs> even find out exactly how. You'd have to I'm so sorry. Assume. I'm being a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm being fucking stupid. I'm a fucking I'd, dickhead. I'd say it's a bog standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. Most people wave away getting admonished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, when meal service began, he became aggressive again. <laughs> shouting. What? Hold on. Yeah. So that's all that's happened. This is on what? board. He's swearing. Yeah. Calling his Yelling at the missus. Fucking dickhead. Yeah. Jesus. Um, he became aggressive again. He's shouting, I am the victim here. She started it. She's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Victimhood, that's for anyone now, isn't it? It really is. The sky's the limit when it comes to victimhood, TM. Um, he's becoming more and more intimidating, it said, and was told he was no longer going to be served alcohol. Well, there we go. Bit of, bit of an empty threat. He hadn't finished the primer he had before getting on board. <laughs> Quite usefully, he got handed a notice of violation. Uh, Which he then ripped he said up? to that. Get fucked? He, well, pretty close. He said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and he's whipped out the Bacardi. I reckon the one thing that every one of these responses has had in common across all of our episodes is when someone gets given a note, fuck is getting yelled back at whoever. It's oh. in there somewhere. Absolutely. Fuck off, get fucked, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. They should learn from that because giving a note is, it's never succeeded, not once. Yeah, but also, yeah, it's a- Waste of paper. But it's like drinking, it's like drinking when you play pool. You know, by the time you get really good at pool, the drinks you're having when you're really good at pool haven't kicked in yet. Yeah. You know, so it's already it too late. It's almost, you can't give them a note early. You can't go, mate, I can just see you giving your partner the side eye there. You've got a neck tat. Yeah, you're I drinking know. rum. Here's a note just before you do whatever you're going to do. You can't get in early and intervene because they can sue you for discrimination or something. By the time the yeah. note's handed out. Yeah, I know. The horse is bolted. It's too late. I think it's illegal. It's like cops having to yell out stop three times before they belt the shit out of someone <laughs> who's like a shoplifter or something. Same thing. Just legalities. It's not very environmental. Uh he, um, the captain was notified 
about an unruly passenger, we'd been notified because he gave him the paper. But due to them being over the Atlantic, an emergency landing was not possible, obviously, oh. fuckheads. Uh, he was told to watch out for a child sitting next to him who wanted to get past oh. when he got up out of his seat. I've got to say, I've got, I got no respect for children in the way of me wanting to do anything either. Get your head out of your goddamn Game Boy, you little bastard. Get your legs out of the way and sit up. As an adult trying to move. In response, uh, Joanne said, look, watch out. There's a child trying to get past. Wesley told Joanne, you don't fucking speak to me like that. I'm going to sue you if you touch me. Oh, Jesus. Then. He's gone blue collar to white collar pretty quick. Yeah. Wesley, well, he switched back here. He told Joanne that she needs to get run over by a fucking black cab. Quite specific. <laughs> Then, <laughs> then he raised his fists and punched one into the other palm. That's an old-fashioned oh, move. You don't really see that, that often it, in these modern times. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a fucking bully from Happy Days, I reckon. Yeah, doing a pretty much. <laughs> Another steward, uh, or as you say, male stewardess, had to step in between them <laughs> to stop further escala- escalation. Joanne. She should have got a punch in at this moment. What an opportunity. Just reach around oh. and punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm doing it. Uh, his girlfriend was moved to a different seat, but his behavior continued. Hold on. He, what about the child? Oh, the child got the fuck out of there, I think. Oh. I don't know. Doesn't say. There's a kid sitting next to them. <laughs> I don't think they'd put the kid back next to him. That'd be that'd be crazy, JetBlue move. If it, although it's oh, like, not JetBlue. Nah, Joanne. Joanne was assaulted first. Mm. You have not been assaulted yet, mate. You just needed to get past. Go for a piss. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, upon landing, the Greater Manchester Police uh, made a move. Status arrested. This is where Shannon must have been full of planes or something, or the pilot had a date with Man- in Manchester that evening. Who knows? Because first sign of land... Shannon should have been straight there. See you, dickhead. Yeah, I'm starting to think maybe some pilots are on the payroll or something. We'll give you 10% of the food sales if you just pull into Shannon if there's any yeah, if there's any, uh, any trouble on board. You joke about that. I wouldn't say that's too far off for some. There's got to be pilot discretion of, no, I'm getting to fucking Manchester. My wife said I've got to get home. Yeah, can something. someone let us know? Because I know we've got a lot of flight attendants and pilots that listen to us. And people working throughout, but the flight attendants and pilots would know best. Uh, look, can you just send us a message? Are you punching through with the flight? Do you ever go to, ah, fuck, I'd rather, I've got to be home for something. Let's just mm. turn this around. Or you can turn it into a double shift if you do pull yeah. over. I don't know. Love to know. Wesley admitted to the offences and apologised while being interviewed. And uh, during this interview, he was said to be unsteady with glazed eyes and he was clearly drunk. Tip for young novices, don't do interviews pissed. Don't even talk. Just leave it alone. Say the word lawyer at best. Uh, he was released on bail, later pleaded guilty at Manchester Magistrates Court. Busy old joint, that. Poor. Very busy. I went past uh, on my bike today, past the Melbourne Magistrates Court on the way home from, from radio. Sorry, ca- sorry, camera guy that I've seen a few times now. I know his face. Yeah. I'm riding past that court. Right. I'd love to pull up. At some point, I just want to, you know, love to pull over. I hope that's fine in 2023. G'day, champ. 
Who yeah. are you looking out here for today? Of course. Yeah, you can do that. Or just stand there watching for two can you minutes. Go into court, can you go into court for a squeeze? Are you allowed to Absolutely do that? Absolutely you can. I've done then it. Why, why can't you sit outside? Because driving past the airport the other day, we were filming something for the show and we, we had to go out past Tullamarine and we saw the, um, we saw the area, the plane watching area, and there was a, like a hot dog and ice cream van set up and everything. What do you mean? Nerds going like, to the back fence yeah. near the runway. Yeah, but there were food trucks there. Oh, I would need it. But that should, that should be at the magistrates, just a little, you know, like a New York food cart on the sidewalk. Well, there could be our steak fan, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> steak in a cone. <laughs> Have a st- oh, having a steak outside the magistrates. <laughs> little pop-up. That'd be good. Cut it up, <laughs> toothpick steak. Uh, Wesley? Pop- no, popcorn steak. A popcorn steak, yes. That'd be good. What, what um, would happen if you deep fry if you crumbed it and deep fried it? Well, it'd be like a crumb crumb beef. Crumb beef, but that's been that's had the shit punched out of it, hasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Shit yeah. cuts. Sat on. Moldy. How many priors do you reckon Wesley had? I'll give you it in dollars if you get this, and I'll be judging you and just how predictable your mentality is here. How do many you go what? low priors, convictions? Oh. Do you go low and try to get some reliable cash or go for the big one like Brewster no. did? Go yeah. for the fences. Yeah. I'm shooting for the fucking stars. I'm saying 38. Oh, no. Nah. Uh, 51 previous offences on oh. record. 22 convictions. I would nice. have taken either. Yeah. Most recent of which was a five-month jail term suspended for 12 months for fraud by false representation. <laughs> this one had a little squeeze. His girlfriend, Rebecca Ferris, crashed a car while pissed. Um, she, um, she, she, she said to a witness, don't tell anyone I'm running away, <laughs> trying to get away from my boyfriend, Wesley. That's why I'm driving oh, yeah. pissed. The witness dobbed anyway. I laughed um, too early then. Yeah. Yeah. It's a feel-good snitchy. Uh, Rebecca went home and ransacked her own house and rang the filth to say she'd been burgled and they took the car. Oh. Classic. The police said, are you sure you're not bullshitting? Now's the time to fess up before you sign a false report and try to get insurance. She said, no, nah, I'm all right. Give me a pen. Wesley will sign it too, won't you, Wesley? So they both did. Got done for insurance fraud, among other shit. Um, just got suspended sentences. Rebecca has a special needs child who requires her care, so she avoid, avoided jail. Brilliant. Got to be good for something, don't they? <laughs> and I know before the switchboard lights up, everyone's good for something. Don't worry about it. Um, Wesley's defence in the air rage incident, uh, Patrick Buckley, his, his defence um, lawyer, Patrick, said he's been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder after he was the victim of a shooting about two decades ago. And oh. he's had a troubled relationship with alcohol, which has been the root of all his behavioural issues. Same for all of us, mate. Yeah. Um, except the shooting. The judge said he had no alternative but to pass a custodial sentence. Wesley, how much, how much time in jail do you reckon he got? I'm going to say, with all that, the judge is saying, I've got to give him something. 
Mm. I can't just let him get away. So it's not going to be too big. It's going to be, I'll, I'll say, two months. Nah, he's given him 20 weeks. Sounds like he's a baby. Yeah. The weeks bullshit. <laughs> Hold on. Is that five months? Five months, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Good guess. Um, as, I mean, that's, that's pretty good value, actually, for the, like to have 51 prior. Uh, arrests, yeah. 22 convictions, and you still just get five months for going mental on a plane. Fuck, I've seen people, first offence, go to jail for three years. Yeah. So he's he's done all right. Once again, yeah, uh, no fucking idea when it comes to putting I people know. away for sky crimes. There's no mandate for any of it. No. That's pretty good. A few comments were shared by experts on the internet, <laughs> and uh, I've been really enjoying these to round out an episode. Um, let's round it out with some wise words from the Brains Trust. Imagine commenting on anything at all, but the fucking news. Commenting on yeah. the news. <laughs> Unbelievable. Overwhelmingly a crime and punishment theme to the comments. Not a, Saying not that, a, I will be, I'll probably be on the project again soon. Continue. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you're not under a news clip on the internet going, too yeah. bloody right, you know. <laughs> He should. This is what should happen to this guy. You know, should it? You fuckhead. Who's reading these? That's important besides me. <laughs> um, not a how, lot. How long until you know? We already put tweets in news articles. How long yeah. until the judge, you know, says, "Well, I've made my decision, but let's go to the World Wide Web." Yeah. For the next five minutes, you can all log in, vote, yes, no. You know, Let's see what Jaden Head seventy seven reckons. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, on that, got a new uh, from my nephew at the Gold Coast. Sent through a new spelling for Jaden. Oh, nice. He, he clocked one. He said a big bloke, about eighteen, tattooed, tribal tattoos. Yeah, and uh, his name was Jaden. How how was it spelt? Oh, I'm gonna oh J A I D O N. No, J D E N. Oh, just four letters. No, no vowel after the no. J. No, like those wow. cool kids' clothing or fucking yeah. bands now take all the vowels out. <laughs> Jaden. <laughs> anyway, it's not like they're always commenters on these news items. They're always fucking going that, for it. Was that just because the parents, before they've named him, have secured the Queensland personalised number plate first? Oh, maybe. Or the pen was running out on the birth certificate (laughs) thing. Um, Yeah, not a lot of new age people saying go easy on crime in in their, you know, voicing their progressive rehabilitation theories in news comments. Generally the opposite. Jasper says, chuck the key away. Yeah, I I always thought that until my mum got punched out in the drive-thru of a Hungry Jack's. Oh. And I thought that guy should probably be set on fire. Yeah. But good news, he got nothing. So don't worry about it. Brilliant. Know who it is? Put him on the list. Yeah, we found yeah. Oh, this was year this was years ago. Yeah. My sister found out and told my dad, I think we've spoken about it on here before. My sister found out and dad and I were just fucking gonna go kill him. <laughs> it <was> yeah. Pretty, <laughs> it was a took a good talking down from my mum and sister. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I know it's smart know. and everything. You feel pretty good doing it. Can you say stuff like that on here? <laughs> I don't know. Don't do it, anyone. Everything's alleged. Just a theory. Uh, Count de Monet says, 
lock him up and throw away the key? Or would you prefer that the aircraft was lost with all the people, but then lessons would be learnt? Well, bit of a horse bolts one there. Yeah. Don't wait until it's too late. Lock people up forever for doing something. There uh, is something too, I guess, in that, you know, now with social media and everything, if you get tied to a seat and bashed mm-hmm. and then that video gets over a certain amount of views and you can't get a job for a bit, that may actually be more helpful than jail. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just a public beating in the sky. Yeah. Embarrassment. You've been shamed. Yeah, you have. Oh, look, you probably I – don't, I don't know about the never working again thing, though. That's very American. Oh, no, definitely. Where you just cannot get a job anymore, not allowed yeah. to work in your profession or anyone. You've just got to go down, which is really sticking it to the lower classes again, saying you've got to be a lowly cleaner or a fucking bricklayer or something sucked in. It's You'll never work in something you want to do ever again. It's weird. You know, fucking, I don't know. Yeah, have you said that before? I heard Jerry McGowan was talking about that. Was he? He's a re- he's a building sites, the the home of the cancelled. Yeah, well, like, uncancelable. Yeah. What I've heard on sites. <laughs> Good luck cancelling someone who does that. <laughs> Although, having said that, good luck cancelling a comedian. Doesn't fucking work. People have tried. So yeah. Who cares? If anything, it makes them more popular. Caribetus uh, and a couple of the oh, and this is the last one, I think. Yes. Oh, no, there's two more, a couple more. Carabitas says, I stopped – there's a lot of me in these. I stopped using aircraft years ago because I witnessed a similar incident with a female shouting and stagger down the aisle. When I could travel, I used trains abroad. So much more civilised. Wow. So Fuck. Don't know what train this bloke's getting on. Yep. And imagine stopping flying because you saw a drunk chick. Who gives yeah, a fuck? I know. Pretty <laughs> That's good. funny. That's fun. You know, it's, it's not, yeah. you know, and it has not been maybe, how, what do you reckon, 15% of the stories we've covered have been female perpetrators? Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. They're always fun. You know, there's occasionally one that goes a bit over the top. Yeah. But generally they're pretty funny. The Nana, always think of the Nana. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> On the Australia to New Zealand flight, the headbutt a bloke. Bite him. Yeah, but you see, I mean, you hear there's there's nanas and then there's nanas. Like, yeah, I don't know that the word nana should be used for one who's <laughs> under fifty. Yeah, just <laughs> still pretty nimble. Um, there's someone here called I know much more than you. That's a good <laughs> name for your internet uh, persona. He's got loser written all over his forehead. I don't think he does. Uh, someone else here. Final one. But that person does know more than us. So maybe. Oh, yeah. They can see his invisible ink. Yeah. Uh, last one here. Funeral addict says, <laughs> it would have only taken a few blokes to do what they should have done. Throw him off head first. Nice. So not much knowledge of, of physics, but still I like the cut <laughs> of his Mark Wal- Marky Mark jib. Yeah. If I were there. Yeah. I like the... They're going to do the start of the Dark Knight Rises and open the plane and just throw someone out. Yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's how it works. Give them the old and stay out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that works on aircrafts. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Midflight Brawl. Thanks so much for listening. You know, we do knock internet uh, commentators, but we also would like to hear and see your reviews on iTunes. So make of that what you will.
Oh, yeah. Uh, get on there. Only nice bloody, ones. Bloody subscribe. Leave a nice rating. Leave a nice review. We do appreciate it. Even the fun, I don't know if you saw the latest one, Heggy. No. There was a, a great one. Looks like a username. Fan of yours, obviously, because he said, Heggy's funny, but Cody is a cunt. Oh, right. Here we go. No, I didn't see that. I did, though. A lot see of the capitals we're... made me laugh a lot. <laughs> I did, though, see um, that we're back on the charts in Cambodia. Oh, thank God. We're back, baby. Number the 38, is, something like that. The world's healing. Uh, get on our Patreon, patreon.com slash midflybrawl for bonus episodes, our spin-off Land Larrikins, early access to live show ticket sales, early access to our main MFB pods. Uh, and for those tickets, uh, Newcastle is on sale now and Brisbane is also on sale now. Brisbane, July 14, Newcastle, June 3rd, midflightbrawl.com for those tickets. Heggy's on tour all over the shop, lukeheggy.com. Yep, get around. We'll see you somewhere for a beer. Righto. See you later. See you, mate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 